Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today to honor a special season by a special team. Unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be this year. God damn it. But we will prevail. I don't think so. So let's talk about it. The Bucks are out of the playoffs. And there's nothing we can do about that. We're so getting copywritten for this. <laughs> All this and more. Coming at you. Down the wire. Seven. Six, seven. Down the wire. Nom, nom, nom. Dude. 67 straight weeks. Holy shit, man. Like, audibly went wow after I asked you what episode number we were on. I mean, of course I knew what episode number we were on. No, that's fine. I, I'm the one that has to keep track of it. To be fair, I, I don't have to. I just, I'm the one that makes like the images every week. I think we've also established me keeping track of things and talking at the same time. Bad. Can't do it. Bad. So <laughs> we have delegated all powers of keeping things together to Dave. All org- organizational uh, demands need to go through me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I... I have a filing cabinet in my head, except it's like the office is burning down at all times. Like, yeah, where I is it? Where I is even it? Say it's a filing cabinet. It's like a Manila folder. Yeah, it's just like a that's single folder. Just one folder full of everything. Yeah, no. Like, so it's like super big. Yeah, but it's like it's not even an accordion. It's just like 
It's just like one of those right a fold over like I made my own even like yeah, folded on, it in half on the, on the tab it says stuff right things <laughs> that I need to remember uh, something like that that's a down the wire uh, open right there dude such a shitty weekend man uh, so you, it's not it's not the only one oh wait that shitty okay. yeah. Because I, I had a weird weekend altogether. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I made some money. So that was like the good news for me. I did make some money. Dude, this guy's going to have a show on July 4th. And we were originally going to be closed. And uh, he was like, I will pay each person there $200 cash to do this show. And so that's why I went out to game show today and picked up a $200 for a show I didn't even do yet. And he said, oh. that's just the pre-tip. And I was like, okay, bet, dude. That sounds like money. Like, I'll work on the 4th of July. That's fine. Yeah, I'm I cool with that. I wouldn't care. You know, the 4th of July is a pretty solid holiday, though. Mm. I think we've you done know, this. We've done I'm this, not right? I'm a holiday guy. We like, did this holiday draft or rankings or some shit yeah, a while ago. It was ago. a ranking. It was a ranking. I think we said, like, 4th of July is probably, like, it's slept like, on. It, it's like the fourth best holiday always to everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's in that vicinity, but it, it's pretty solid. And I, I just don't like holidays. Yeah, because they're your, you know, so much responsibility comes with res- with all these holidays. You know what I mean? Yeah. And money most yeah. of the time. Yeah, lots of money. Which I don't have child. either. Yeah. Which oh. you don't have either. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> I'm cool with you just having one. So, like, legit, uh, I had a wrestling show out in the cross. Mm-hmm. Main event. Oh, dude, I forgot to show you. I had a friend from lacrosse send me the picture of the poster you were on for this event i, I know think. i look good right yeah i know she was like is that your fucking brother and i was like it is Ayo. and um, uh so so but hold on let me we let look me, nothing alike let me let me explain the the craziness that happened so i'm working bad guy right heel i'm doing it i'm slaying it as usual yeah i come on out and i do my heel thing rah 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 Good guy comes out, baby face, boom, he comes out, and this little kid is like, yay! And I turn to him, jump scare, and I'm like, stop your clapping! And he, like, gives me, like, a half a smile with, like, a worried look, mm. and starts crying a little bit. Yikes. So naturally, I play that up a little. And the grandma and the mom there are like, rah, 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 and I'm, you know, thinking, whatever, like, pfft. Uh, no. I make the long drive back. I then look at my phone and grandma has gone on Facebook to yell at RCCW and then spent the entire weekend threatening to sue me. I don't think she can do that. I don't think... Like, I I don't think that's possible. Obviously. I'm not For making someone cry? Yeah. I mean, like, if any, like, that kid's got to learn it somewhere. Like, someone's going to tell you to stop clapping. The kids had nightmares all weekend. Oh, my God. Really, though? I mean, I'm scary, but am I that scary? I don't want, I just don't want to comment on this because some people are not going to like what I'd have to say about this kid, probably. I I know exactly. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. relax, dude. You went to a, I mean, like, how old? Like, Dude. nine, ten, probably? No, four. Oh, shit, Dave. <laughs> you actually might have fucked this kid up for yeah, life. He's fine. He's pretty young. Fine. He's pretty young. Fine. All right. 
They deserved it. Yeah, I'm gonna say, like, grow up, kid. Alright? That's all I'll say. He'll live. Yeah. Also, come back next show and buy a shirt. (laughs) Give me money. Yes. (laughs) Instead. And then I won't make you cry. Yeah, I I got a message from, like, I don't know if it was his mom or whatnot, but it was like, you're an awful person for making that kid cry. Wow. Okay. (laughs) And I just, like, went about my day. I didn't send anything. They not understand this is your job. I... Like, what do you want? Yeah, I mean, like, to an extent, were, it is your job. They were like, it's family friendly. Was this really family friendly? Well, family friendly means, like, no nudity, no blood, no swear. What I literally, all I said was stop clapping. All of which make our show I might have not gotten a little family close. friendly. I might have gotten a little close to the kid as well. But not, like, didn't touch. Yeah. I just got, like, in, in his, his face. face. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Well, if if I'll come to your court hearings, like, dude, let's do a Can, pod from the courthouse. Pod <laughs> with the kid on. Let's get him as a guest. Why? <laughs> dear God, like, dear God, we're all incriminating right. you no, as stop. we this continue. Is, yeah, this is all like evidence used uh, against me. Should we talk about the NBA? Sure. Where do you um, want to start? The bad or let's the worst? rip the bandaid off. Yeah, let's rip the bandaid off. Bucks, man. Let's just be real. Let's be real. They, the better team, won the series. Yeah. Without uh, yeah. Chris Middleton, the Celtics are a better team than the Bucks. Uh, and Ime Udoka did a fantastic job coaching. He was constantly changing up the schemes throughout. And let's be frank, Bud didn't do that. I, um... I just don't know what happened to Javon Carter's minutes. I, I didn't I'll, understand. I'll tell you where. I don't know why they went to George Hill. Because Hill was getting Miritich minutes. Uh, That's exactly what it is. You can't tell me otherwise. Those are Miritich minutes. Remember when Nikola Miritich was on the Bucks and it was like, why is he still playing? He is fucking terrible. And then he got like 25 minutes in a game. Well, here's the thing. Why does George Hill got to take away minutes from Javon Carter and not, like, I don't know, Grayson Allen or Pat Connington, who combined for 54 minutes and three points? Yeah, Grayson was rough, too. But you know what? There's another thing. Grayson Allen does give energy. Pat Connington does give energy. George Hill sucks the life force out of a team. I don't want to blame him only. And that's not what I'm here to do. Uh, I'm wondering what Bud was thinking. Because Javon Carter's role was so big in the first series. Where? Why did it leave? Even the first game or two, I think he played a decent amount, right? I Well, it's because he's 3 and D and not a true point guard. And I, I'm thinking that's the whole reason why. But the, here's the, the problem with that, though, is that... They let Giannis run the point for much of the series, which, to me, is another reason why they lost a lot of their games. More of the, more of the games than they won. I, I would argue that they didn't use him enough at the point guard position. Because uh, no. I, I do want to say that as well as Drew Holiday played as a second option for what he had to do. He's a third option. He's not supposed to be a second option. Yeah, this series sort of solidified that. This whole playoff run sort of solidified that. He is way, way, he was way too reckless with the ball. Way too reckless. Um, I mean, 
it, we were outscored. I have the I don't have the number in front of me right now. I want to say it was 380 to 171 behind the three point line. Well, that's that's a bud defense, man. And uh, what did we shoot four for 30 yesterday? That's when I turned it off at least. Uh, I knew we were going to lose the minute I saw at halftime they they had lost their lead because they were leading that entire first half up until the final what like four minutes of the game of the of the first half rather and I was like oh well this game's over now it it did not feel good yesterday did not feel good at all um Giannis I don't want to say anything bad about him I I get it 25 points and he couldn't shoot as well first player in NBA history 200 points or 200 plus points 100 plus rebounds 50 plus assists in a in a playoff series he he was lebron he was no 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 he was better than lebron it was a fantastic postseason and a fantastic series for Giannis. yeah it's unfortunate that chris wasn't allowed to or wasn't able rather to play in any of those games um they it did, it they really did the right sucks, thing. man, dude. This sucks. They did the right thing. Uh, it just feels so bad. It feels yeah. so bad. Like, yeah, this this hurts. This hurts a lot. Because being up 3-2 on top of it, had a chance to win it in six, blew that. And, and hear me out. What transpired after game six also probably took a lot out of the team. Yeah, uh, if you guys are living under a rock, haven't heard by now, there was plenty of violence, uh, there was shootings, and just like a whole bunch of not good stuff after Game 6. From what I've heard, from what I've read, much of it started with Milwaukee Bucks fans trying to fuck with Celtics fans. Yeah, it's just not, it's not that serious, man. It's not that serious. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. It sucks. Yeah, uh, I think there were like nine firearms recovered and stuff. Like and that's crazy. Throwing of beer bottles at yeah. Celtics fans. I mean, d- dude, we do not need that. We don't condone that bullshit. No. And uh, to be completely honest, the people that did it, you should be really fucking embarrassed. You should be ashamed. In fact, not, not a good look. Not a good look for us. We had the we had that situation after we won too. It's like, dude, guys, like, re- like, can we not just start popping off? We don't need to start popping off. A question that needs to be asked is: Are these watch parties going to be different? Um. Because they the canceled other ones? A, they canceled a game seven, and now yeah. that we have two years in a row of just ridiculous antics, bullshit, whatever, happening at these games, at these watch parties in Milwaukee, in the Deer District, shit's gonna have to get fixed for sure. And that's that's a fucking bummer. Way to ruin it for everyone else. Yeah, we've had a couple of those situations. Couple of those. Um, I should be. Go to the other game seven, or should we just clear out the Eastern Conference? Get rid of the Eastern Conference first. So now they're going to be facing Miami. Miami eliminated uh, Philly. We all know that already, though. Anyone shocked? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think Boston's going to roll Miami. Mm, I I do. I think, well, I really. Five? Yeah, I'm six. Six. I guess it's not necessarily rolling, but maybe a couple of blowout games in there. Well, and that's some that's something to be said as well that I, I 
meant to say before. Um, Boston, when they lost, they only lost by a couple points. Now, when Milwaukee lost, they lost big. Yeah. So, I mean, that just shows you how tired Milwaukee was. It was, well, and I mean, there was really no point where it was a good time to take Giannis out. So, it was like, it was pretty it was pretty hard for bud to try to manage that because we needed him as much as we had him every like minute. every second he was on the court um I, I i think this is interesting for brook lopez just to go back a little bit being on a contract now uh you know does he come back i is brook on a contract no I'm, he's he's good i think brook's up for a contract. I know Bobby's got the player option too. Yeah, Bobby and Pat both have player options. Um, I believe Wes Matthews and Javon Carter. I thought Brooke was up too. Hold on, let me check. Brooke uh, played his way pretty nicely in the playoffs. I want to say that. He uh, he did stand out a little bit. I thought it was just what we needed from Brooke. I get it with the situation we had that maybe he needed to do a little more, but that's what no, we need from Brooke no, no. Lopez. So these are uh, Javon Carter, Serge Ibaka, Wes Matthews are all unrestricted. Any agents. of them coming back? Javon Carter? He's only 27. I don't think I, Serge coming back. Nah. And Wes Matthews? Yeah, what a, what a fucking waste of a... Yeah, Serge Ibaka knew Martellus Bennett. Like, no, Martellus Bennett didn't want to be here. Serge would have played. Serge Ibaka's the new Eduardo Escobar. Paul Gasol. Okay, yeah, for sure. Uh, Jordan Wara, Lindell Wigington are restricted free agents. Do they give Nuara a contract? Dude, they didn't play him at all. and He's been a bucket whenever he plays, but he does play against the bums, to be fair. but And then uh, contract options, all three player options, Thanasis, Pat, and Bobby. Yeah, so Thanasis is back. Yeah, and Pat probably. I don't think anyone I, else is going to want to pay. Bobby, Bobby would come back. His contract's way too team friendly. He needs to get more money. Like to be fair, Bobby does need more money. Uh, yeah, he can go get so much more money somewhere point, else. Four point five million for the twenty two twenty three option. Don't forget, he took substantially less money he in did. the first place. He did. We'll have to wait and see. Do you know Bobby loves it? Pat's player option would be five point seven million. Yeah, he's gonna have to take that. He might take that. Who's gonna pay him five million dollars in his twenty nine, age twenty nine season? Yeah, take that, Pat. Take it. And you already know Thanasis is coming back because he doesn't want to play anywhere else, unless he's going to like. He probably can't play anywhere else. Cambodia. Yeah. So it's uh, always Cambodia for us. Indonesia. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Okay. That's the actual answer, but it, it starts with Cambodia. And uh, so Miami versus Philly, that one was done. Miami versus Boston. It's going to be a good series, I guess, but saying I, it I, right here, right now. No, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save it later. I think that Boston wins this one. I, I think they match up way better. Um, they okay. got. So hear me out. They got some great, great. Who would you rather aggressive defensive play? Yeah, so say the either one of the East wins, right? And they go to the finals and they win. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have the Boston Celtics or Miami with PJ Tucker on that team? And Tyler Hero. Um Yeah, dude. Uh, Dog. Right now, all I can say is I'm rooting for any West Coast team. <laughs> I like. Let's I refuse. move over to the West and my Dallas Mavericks, who I am full on in support of now th- through this. That was a fucking molly wop, dude. Um, I told you one team just messes up the playoffs every year. It there, feels like. But as I told you, there is no way. You could have predicted a Game 7 blowout like Dallas had. Beat them by 33. Holy shit. Um, they were up at 50 at one point. Yeah, they they whooped their ass. That's, that's just the best way to put it. Luka put up 30. Jalen Brunson, t- or uh, Spencer Dinwiddie put up 30, by the way. Sorry. Luka put up 35. Spencer Dinwiddie, free agent. Uh, and Jalen Brunson puts up 24, also a free agent. Jalen Brunson. Uh, they're gonna get paid. This Ooh, they're gonna get paid. This Dallas team, man, uh, it was pretty much led by those three. Though the next highest score, six points from Dwight Powell. Uh, this was this was crazy. This I I've never seen Dallas play like this. Phoenix played terribly, to be fair too. That's kind of a theme for the game sevens is those defending NBA Finals teams just played terribly at the worst time to play terribly. Um, I, I really, it, it's crazy to look at those stat lines and see Devin Booker with 11 points and Chris Paul with 10 points. That They're just not going to win games like that. They're not going to win games at all. And Dallas, they're the team this year that fucks it all up. Last year it was Atlanta. This year it was Dallas. Yeah. And where does Luka now start throwing his name in the ring for best player in the world? No. I mean, he's going to get there if he gets there. Uh, Really, at this point, you should be looking towards the bench and being like, yo, Jason Kidd is coaching a player that has no defense. 
on a team that is actually pretty solid defensively. I can't believe Jason Kidd got farther than the Bucks. We're robbed. Oh my we god. We were robbed of a of Mavs Mavs Bucks finals. Dude. So robbed. Um I I thought that I I think Luca could do it, man. I think he can. Uh this this Warriors team that they got right now though looks pretty complete and if they can get two of their three guys between Steph Clay and Jordan Poole to drop for getting cum buckets. Yeah, Jonathan Kaminga, our boy. They could probably mollywop them as well too in five games. It, it could vary. This is either going to be a five game series or a seven game series with Dallas and Golden State. I'm down with that. I, I think either Golden State's whooping ass the whole time, or Dallas shocks the world again. Why not? What seed were they? Dallas four. four? I think a four seed. I mean, what's the lowest seed to win? I think the Rockets were at six when they won it back in the '90s. Uh, now Luca. With I, I, it's really weird to see the bigs on Dallas and see how they match up. But now, look at their path. They're not going to have to face the Warriors. Are they don't have any bigs? Like they're not going to have any guys that are going to be Draymond. Like, you know what I mean? Like Kevon Looney. Shout out Milwaukee. More Warriors. Two Milwaukee uh, guys in well, their starting lineup. If, if Miami, if they make it to the finals, then they have to go against um, what's his nuts in Miami? Bam. Bam. I mean, he's still a small big, to be fair. He just plays big. Sure. They got a really good path, man. They got a really good path. This is is an all-offense finals right now. Other than Boston. Sure. Boston is a defensive team. Sure. They f- dude, they, how how often did they flop for penalties? Uh, a lot. Yeah, they flopped for fouls hard. That's Marcus Smart's special team. I'm, yeah, I'm sick as fuck, dude. I'm so sick. <laughs> like I'm, I wanted to win that one so bad. Uh, yeah, uh, that, and I, I I lost money on it. On top of that, damn, twenty bucks. But hey, man, had some bets. You, you know also how the, that didn't hit. You know what the old saying is: twenty bucks, twenty bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh yeah, let's go. What's your final prediction? Just go one by one. No, since we're God. wrong every week, might as well give me just... Warriors Miami. Boo. Warriors Heat. Boo. I I dude, I just really don't want Boston there. I fucking despise. Boston. I know, and I think they're gonna be. I'm gonna take the opposite. I'll take Mavs Boston. All right, All just because right. I have to ride with Dallas at this point, because I said I would. And I do think Boston's going to come out you against gonna, Miami. You going to lay some money down on that one? I'm sure you could get good money on that. Eh. 20 bucks? Eh. eh. For Dallas to win it all? Yeah. I think Boston could win the chip this year. Uh, don't let it happen! It's not fun. But let's stop talking basketball. We talked enough basketball. Yeah, fuck that shit. We'll talk more of it in the coming weeks, of course. We got to talk some football. We uh, we, yeah, nah, nah, nah. we had uh, the NFL schedule drop. Nah, 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 nah. And it's kind of a big story since the draft. Nah, 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 nah. Let's go over some of these. Uh, where should we start with this? Should we? Let's first actually, let's just highlight a couple of NFL stories that we could do. Uh, Tom Brady 
Going to move to the broadcast booth after he's done playing? Yeah, 10 years, $376 million. Shout out to him. Uh, it's a new common theme. Bruh. I actually just wrote a paper this year about how the NFL quarterback is set up to become the next broadcaster now. And it's like, of the top 50 most winningest quarterbacks in NFL history, like 27 of them have gotten broadcasting jobs. You might want to round that up now. It's getting interesting. You 28. Know what I mean? With Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I said this to you downstairs uh, before we came up here to record. He's not finishing that full 10. Well, he's going to come back. No. Play football. He's going to suck. I don't think he's going to suck. Have you heard Tom Brady talk? I, I'm He's kind of boring. No, I like Tom Brady. No, he's kind of boring. Honestly, I, I like Tom Brady so much since he left New England. I think he's a hilarious guy. Dude, he, he sounds like one of the teenagers from Angel Grove in the Power Rangers. Well, that's because he injects teenage blood into him to stay young. All like, right, guys, this is what you're going to see. Him and Jerry Jones are on the same transfusions. Ooh. Yeah. They share needles. Uh, ooh. Yeah. Um, okay, better or worse than Tony Romo? Worse. That's because Tony Romo's the GOAT, damn near, at this point. He's a god. He's getting pretty damn good He's at god this mode, dude. He's, he was made for it. I'm not going to lie. From Wisconsin, Burlington. What's okay, up? fine. Better or worse than Peyton Manning? Because Peyton, Peyton Manning... Manning Peyton Manning's got a lot of personality. Peyton Manning slays... I mean, you remember how good case. Peyton Manning was at SNL when he was on Fantastic. there. He was so good. And uh, you look at him and Eli have that natural dynamic on Manning cast that's well, so I mean, fun. Brothers. Right. Brothers! Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Put us on Wurzcast. Oh, Wurzcast? Did you say the worst cast? It's damn near <laughs> at this point. <laughs> We'd be like, uh, football! What a terrible last name to cast after. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't work. Uh, it wouldn't work. Words cast sounds like a shitty Harry Potter spell. They, You know, I've been explaining it to people of, like, the word word is spelled W-O-R-D, and our last name is Wurtz, W-O-R-T-Z, and then they're like, oh, Wurtz. And it's like, no, that's... It's not what I said, but I'm just gonna let it happen. It's pronounced Wards. Wards! It's just yeah. so bad, man. It's the word, word, Wurtz. Just say it with an E. Jalen Hurts is not a fan of Tom Wurtz. Other way around. Well, right, but he probably listens, so I was just Oh, going yeah, out yeah. we'll get him on real soon. Uh, Drew Brees might be coming back. Ayo. Speaking of leaving the broadcast booth, not finishing their contract. Um, let's do real quick. What teams could Drew Brees start for? Uh, okay. Falcons, Seahawks, Lions, uh, no. Panthers? Browns? Panthers? Oh, wait, not Browns. They got, uh, Panthers. Deshaun is there. Yeah, I forgot about him. Um, gonna go Miami? Maybe? I mean, probably just as strong an arm as Tua, right? Houston? Davis? Yeah. Houston? Maybe. Right now, uh, right now, I guess, yeah. I, th- I feel pretty good about that. I think that's, uh, I mean, the Jets? Like, no, if we're going to go right dude, now? Dude, they want Zach Wilson. Yeah. You gotta be the your- Giants. Oh, the Giants. Daniel Jones? Like, fuck yeah, I'm taking Drew Brees over Daniel Jones. They, they seem to think that's their guy, man. There's no way that's their guy. Oh, um, dude, Commanders. Carson. I'd rather have Carson Wentz than Daniel Jones. 
Oh, that's hundred percent. Well, we're talking about Drew Brees, not Daniel I, Jones. Yeah, I know he could, but if he can start on the Commanders, he can Don't start on the Giants. Sam Howell too. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that he won't eat any meat unless it's a chicken tender. Yeah, never had a hamburger in his life. Like that seems like not the guy you want to be your quarterback. Yeah, that's. You think Big Ben's never had a hamburger in his life? I think Aaron Rodgers think though ben, seems like he doesn't eat hamburgers anymore. Ben Roethlisberger makes like a chicken sandwich out of all beef patties. <laughs> Why doesn't Ben Roethlisberger have some sort of deal with like Famous Dave's? Because they're not relevant anymore. It doesn't matter who their spokesperson is. Famous Ben. And Big Ben still eats there. Like, every day. Yeah, but every commercial, he's got to have barbecue sauce on his fingers and his mouth. And, like, hanging from his beard. Yeah. On top yeah. of it. And, like... Like, he, just corn and shit in there stuck he, in. And, like, just in front of him is, like, a plate of bones. <laughs> just to symbolize that he... And, and the garbage plate, it's just got the Steelers logo on it. Just to really get it all together. Let's start <laughs> with the Steelers. The bib. The, the bib. <laughs> yeah. It's just Big Ben's beard. The whole thing. Yeah, Steelers. Let's start with them. We'll start with the AFC North. They got a schedule release, um, and they got Mitch Trubisky at the helm now. Yeah, that will also come uh, in. It's pronounced Mitchell Trubisky. That will come in later. That will come in later. We will talk about Mitch Trubisky again on this Mitchell podcast. Trubisky. Uh, they got Cle- They got Cincinnati, New England, Cleveland, New York, Buffalo, Tampa. I mean, are you interested pretty- in any of these games? Most interesting game, I'll say. Let's do that for every single team. We're going to go most interesting game just off their schedule. Better yet. Better yet. Let's not make this segment 47 minutes long. No, that's not the plan at all because we got one later. Let's go the most interesting game for each week. Um, I don't have the full schedule in front of me. I have team by team. Oh, well, I do have the full schedule. All right, I'll You can easily it. type that in on Google. All right, well, you got to talk now while I type all right. in. First of all, week one has Bills at Rams. Tell me that's not hot fire right there. That's a pretty solid week one matchup right off the rip. That's Getting... easely the best one. Uh, I do like Bucks cowboys as well. That's not a bad one. Maybe Chiefs-Cardinals, but... You know, no Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, not Larry Fitzgerald. Jesus Christ. I mean, we yeah, got, we got a fucking revenge game week one, Dave. Where? Monday night. Broncos Seahawks off the rip. <laughs> Double revenge game on top of it. That one's not bad. The Russell Seahawks Wilson be, and Drew Locke revenge Seahawks game. are going to be so stanky. They're going to be so bad. Maybe if Drew Brees is their quarterback. All right. All right. Uh, go to week two. Week two. Uh, Chargers Chiefs is a banger. Off the rip. Are we going to put bangers on Thursday night? That's the plan now? Is that a Thursday? I'm September 15th? Holy shit, I think it and is. And so is the Bills game. Bills Rams. We're going bangers on Thursdays Bruh. now. I don't understand that, but I guess that's how we do it. We got the classic Bears Packers on Sunday night football. Bengals Cowboys like. is actually pretty solid too. I would I would like I would watch that one. Uh week three. Week uh, three. Now, now it's Steelers Browns. <laughs> yeah, that we're back to Thursday. <laughs> Turds Day. I think the best matchup for week three is probably got to be Tampa and Green Bay, right? Ooh, is that on there? Oh, shit. And it is. Tom Brady's back, baby. Okay, so hear me out. Another good one. What about this Ravens at Patriots game? That's a pretty good uh, game, too. 
I'm really concerned about the Ravens. This is going to be a big year for the Ravens. I think they're going to be good. I They were really banged up last year, so they got a pass. But they're going to have to kind of prove some people to be a contender again. Because I don't think anyone's coming into the 2022 season with the Ravens on their Super Bowl radars. I could have been a contender. Right? Who's that? I could have been somebody. That's uh, Marlon Brando, no? Oh, yeah, the you don't coolest know guy ever. I do. He's Godfather. Sure, but that's not from The Godfather. I knew that. All that's right. why I didn't say was that from The Godfather. Week four. <laughs> uh, I like uh, none of these games. Oh, Chief, Bills, Ravens. Chiefs, Bucks. Broncos, Raiders. Really? Broncos, you, Raiders is going to be a good one. You know what I like? Dolphins at Bengals. Thursday night. Mm. That's a pretty fun game right there, man. Well, as long as... Like, Tua can throw it to Tyreek Hill. Well, look, look, we have to wait and see. Did you see that video of him? Oh, my God. Like, why did they keep that up? <laughs> they left that up. Like, you could still go look it up <sighs> if you haven't seen it. Of so Tua underthrowing Tyreek Hill by 10 yards? No, he catches it, though, doesn't he? Yeah, but he stopped running to catch it. <laughs> so that would probably mean he underthrew him. Rams Niners Monday night? Like, that'll be a good one. Yeah, that's they're solid. always good when they play each other. Week fi- week fifteen, week Chiefs five. Bucks too that year that week too. Week four's got a lot of good games. Yeah, was, see, you were shitting on. I was. Week five though, Giants Packers. That's uh, that's that's not that's game the, of the London week. game. Ugh. Yeah, so we're gonna be up at eight thirty in the morning watching Packers uh, in London. Uh, I. I hate it. I hate it so much. Especially for a home game, man. Well, I we get like eight it. of them, so it's not a big deal. We still oh, get like eight it. of them. We still get eight of them. How do you feel about Lafleur denying the um, the buy? Perfect. You want it later in the season? Yes. 100%. Right. We actually, funny enough, on the Jeff Wagner show on WTMJ, if you guys want to listen. What's that? Uh, he it does not talk sports at all. But we did talk about the Packer buy situation, and I could not be more happy that the Packers chose to take the Week 14 buy instead of the buy after London, because you're gonna want to be healthier later in the year. I understand where some people are coming from with the whole like we want to play more games later in the year because we have that Green Bay home field BS or whatever. That, I that think that exist. does not outweigh the yeah. pros to. Keep your team healthier later in the year. All right. Uh, week six. We're on week six there here. Is some hot I garbage. like the Raiders Chiefs also from Dude, Monday no. night that week. Right here. Bills Chiefs week six. Yeah. Let's go. That's what we're waiting for. Let's go. I am also. Don't even bother. There's nothing that's going to be better than Bills Chiefs. Patriots Browns maybe. <laughs> Shut up. Maybe. <laughs> Shut up. Just week try. seven. Uh, Commanders Packers, let's go, dude. <laughs> um, Ooh, week that is, seven that is, is a rough bad slate of games. week, dude. Like we're talking Browns Ravens, best game. Colts Titans, Lions Colts. Cowboys. These are, these are all bad. Uh, week eight, Jets Broncos, Ravens oh, Bucks. Week eight, Thursday night, dude. Thursday they're throwing out some bangers. They're Amazon, that's that Amazon money, dude. I think that might be. That's probably a smart bet anyway. Like, oh, dude. Sorry, I just saw week eight Packers Bills. Mm. Oof, oof. 
Cardinals-Vikings going to be a fun one after the rematch from missing that field goal last year. Sure. Um, and there's another Rams-Niners there as well, too. I think, uh, yeah, Packers-Bills. That's going to be a good Dude, the Bills have so many, like, tough games. Have we not said the Bills, like, three times today yeah, already? Yeah. We there's just a lot. barely go over it. Week 9, we have... Uh, Rams-Bucks. Rams-Bucks. Yeah, that's the best one, for Ti- sure. Titans-Chiefs ain't bad, and I do like Colts-Patriots, too. Dolphins versus Bears. We should have been doing the worst game of the week, too. <laughs> Eagles-Texans is, like, don't watch that uh, one. Uh, week 10, easy one. Falcons-Panthers is worst game of the week. <laughs> that's the most Thursday night game we've seen so far. Right? Uh, that Other than Jacksonville not being there. We got... Um, Vikings Bills. I see a good one. Chargers 49ers. Yeah, that'll be a fun that's one. That's a good game. Packers Cowboys. I sure. mean, that's probably going to be game Dude, of the week. I, man, well, no, it's not. Oh, well, I guess 325. I bet you that gets flexed. No way. I bet. To what? Noon? No, later. You think so? Yeah. Instead of uh, Chargers Niners? Yeah, because I bet you the 49ers suck. Ooh, hot take. They were in the NFC Championship game last year. Suckage. All right. Uh, week 11. Titans Packers on Thursday. Damn, Amazon, dude. Jeff Bezos coming in strong. Shout out Amazon. Uh, yeah, it's Browns Bills. What What is with you and the Browns? You think the Browns are going to do something? If the Browns have Deshaun Watson, they're going to be pretty legit. They're they not? not. They're not going to. It's going to be Baker. I, I can promise you. We don't know yet. All right. All right. Raiders Broncos. That could be a fun one. Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, good. good that, well, that's that whole division, like yeah. we said. When those guys play, that's going to be must-watch TV. Next week, 12. Um, oh. Bengals-Titans, I guess? Rams-Chiefs. Ravens-Jags? Rams-Chiefs. Jags going to be on the come-up this year? <laughs> Might win seven games. Oh, week 13. Uh, (laughs) it's like as we go on chiefs Bengals, chargers raiders chiefs Bengals, not bad pretty good cop out is the afc west yeah yeah as long as there's a a division matchup week 14 gets you raiders rams on thursday night that's a good one dude thursday's got the best slate of games yeah i don't know what that looks like it like thursday's gonna be the new football day did we get chiefs broncos yet in or is week 14 the first one? They might play the last week of the season, too. Then. Ooh. Chiefs that's a Broncos. good one. Wilson. Broncos might come in last place still. Um, <laughs> just saying, there's a lot of good teams. A lot of good teams. The Raiders are not set up to be in the best spot in that division either. But Russell Wilson, it's going to be his first year in the West. So we'll have to see. Now week 15. Uh, Rams Packers. Oh yeah, that'll that's, do it. That's probably the best. That's Monday night, baby. Bengals Bucks though. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, Cardinals Broncos too, if they're good. We're gonna pick all these games. We did last year. We're yeah. gonna do it. We're gonna yeah. pick all these games. Week sixteen. Oh my god, here's Thursday for you. Jags, Jets. <laughs> that that's Thursday. That is the most Thursday. Although Atlanta's game. gonna transition to a Thursday night team very quickly. They're gonna translate yeah. very well. They're gonna be the new Jags. Broncos Rams is probably what I'm going with, dude. Ooh. Some of these games, man. Chargers Colts. That feels good. Too. Really? That, that feels Dol- like a good Dolphins team. Packers seems like a trap game. 
that gives me trap game vibes so fast. Yeah. Especially like, being in Miami. Yeah. And late in the year, like Packers are going to be needing a win somewhere over here. Or they're not going to be needing a win. And then the Dolphins are going to ruin it. Mm-hmm. That's trap game. Mm-hmm. I'm writing that right now. That's a trap game. 17. There's some good ones right at the end. Rams, Chargers, Bills, Bengals. That's Niners, solid. Raiders maybe even too. Could get you a good one. There's that there's that Broncos Chiefs one. Bills Bengals. Dude, we've been saying the Bills got a rough schedule, man. Mm-hmm. We've been saying the Bills name a lot. They probably have the toughest schedule. I, From just looking at it right now, yeah, it kind of seems like it with no data, just the schedule in front of us. Yeah. And then rounding us out week 18. Yes, Lions. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Chiefs ooh. Raiders, Chargers Broncos is probably the the one. Oh, so Chiefs had to play the Broncos sometime because the Broncos No, week are... 17. Right. Week 14 and then week 17. That's oh, really? That's nuts. Wow. So the Raiders, or the Broncos, getting a little screwed on that one, too. Going to have to end with all these divisional opponents at the end. Also, uh, we have something that could happen this year for the first time in NFL history. I want to watch you to kind of give me your thoughts the Saints could be the first team in NFL history to beat all the bird teams. Really? Yeah. No one's beaten all the bird teams? In one season. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, in one season. It sounded like no one has beaten all the bird teams no, 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 ever, no. and I was like, that can't be No, right. that's not right. No, but... But uh, and then I thought the Ravens are a pretty new team, so maybe they didn't play them yet or whatever, but still, regardless. Uh, all in one season. Well, that's not going to happen. I'll really? guarantee that. Yeah? I'll guarantee uh, they we don't did, We didn't beat. mention Jarvis Landry. I guarantee they don't beat any... Or they don't beat all the bird teams. So who do they got? They got the Eagles, the Falcons... The Ravens, like they could. There's maybe two wins there. Uh, they're gonna have the Cardinals. Uh, who? What else is a bird? Cardinals, Eagles, Seahawks, Seahawks, uh, Ravens. That's it. I think that's all the birds, right? Cardinals, Ravens. I mean, I'm rooting for it. They're going to have plenty of opportunities to beat the Falcons. Eagles, Falcons, Cardinals. Five, that's five teams. I don't know. I Again, I was talking. You wanted me to keep track? Like, that wasn't going to happen. Man, that I'll was try. a callback. Uh, yeah. But I'm already excited for football season now that basketball season is pretty much done for me. Although, I'm going to say over the last two years, I don't know what the NBA has done. I have become... So, the, since this Warriors dynasty, honestly... The NBA playoffs are so much fun. So much fun. I, I think they're doing a great job of the NBA playoffs. Speaking of NBA playoffs and tough look, uh, NBA playoffs presented by Google Pixel, where pressure makes diamonds. You want to take a guess at who's on the on this like ad? Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> no. Try Giannis and Devin Booker. Oh. Tough. <laughs> Gonna make whole new graphics just like that. Let's get into our article for the week. Yeah, how about we do that? I'm down with that. I am going to. Uh, I actually proposed this article this week, as opposed to Dave's from last week, and 
I gotta pull it up here just so I remember it. I didn't email it to myself. I should have did that. But we are going to be looking at this article from NFL Network and Adam Sheen. Shine? Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be ranking the offseason quarterback moves, which will have the biggest impact on the 2022 NFL campaign. Now, he lists it from one to nine moves nine so we should go in reverse order nine to one yes there are nine different quarterback moves that he has highlighted i don't know if he's missed any and just by looking at it he definitely did so let's just get into this ninth one and it's the falcons giving marcus Mariota a second chance is what it's called and he seems to be a fan of Marcus Mariota right here. He says right here, I'll just read the first two sentences maybe. I've always liked Mariota. Forget that he's number four, uh, former number two overall pick. He'll never live up to that, but he can play. He's a great athlete with a good feel and a solid arm. Falcons coach Arthur Smith had him in Tennessee. So that's important to know maybe. But I think this is properly ranked, right? And just by looking at this, is this a bigger move than Carson Wentz to Washington? Okay, well, the problem is, so the phrasing of this article is, which will have the biggest impact on the 2022 NFL campaign? Mm -hmm. The biggest impact, right? Sure. I think there's a bigger impact in that than the next one at eight. Should we get into it right away? Yeah. The Vikings further committing to Kirk Cousins. Nothing's going to change with the Vikings. Nothing's going to change there. Mariota might be better than Matt Ryan at this point. I don't know. But if he's worse, then the Falcons have the number one overall overall pick. They're that bad. Yeah, very well could be in that range. Uh, I, I think that... I, I know with Minnesota it's tough because you're really stuck with Kirk Cousins because what are you going to get that's better? And Drew Brees? No, I don't think so. Not right now. Well, definitely not right now. They just gave him a fat extension. $35 million for 2023. Probably overpaid. Let's be real. Mm. Probably overpaid. I like Kirk, though. You know me. I'm a big Kirk fan. I think he is a little underrated across the NFL. You know, the the Vikings lose terribly when they lose. It's it. What did they lose? Seven games by like a touchdown or less last year? It was rough. They, yeah, they had a something. brutal stat like that. Kirk keeps you competitive. But I, I do agree with your point of the impact. You're probably getting the same thing with Kirk Cousins this year as you did last year, even if he plays a little bit better. At least on the offensive side of things, right? I would say if he wants to rank nine of these and doesn't want to include ten, I think Carson Wentz's move is more impactful than Marcus Mariota's move. I don't even know where the hell he has that. It's not on this list. Not at all? Not on this list. Whoa. That seems like a miss. Oh. seems like a miss. Oh, my. So, I I would say that off the rip is one concern with the article. Is like, I think the Carson Wentz move... Downgraded to a B at the highest. I think the Carson Wentz move has definitely got to be bigger than the Marcus Mariota move. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because Carson Wentz could potentially play a little bit better than Taylor Heineke. And that team won, what, six games without 
with Taylor Heineke or with Taylor Heineke last year. Like, maybe yeah, they win sure. eight games. Maybe they win nine sure. games. Yeah, again, it's not going to be that much different with Cousins. I mean, unless maybe, like, the football gods are in their favor and now instead of losing by one touchdown, they win. You know what I mean? Like, okay, that's then it's something different. But as far as the quarterback play is concerned, it's not going to be that much different. That's all going to come from probably the defensive side of things. Let's move on to the seventh option here. It's the Saints re-signing Jameis Winston. And I think last year a lot of people saw that Jameis can be a valuable, viable option at the quarterback position. As long as he has LASIK eye surgery. He looked much better. They whooped Green Bay week one. Remember that? That was a big yeah. one. And he played his best football game of all time that day on top of it. But even still, he showed signs of consistency throughout the season when he was healthy before yeah. he got hurt. And you remember me. I was like all in. If Jameis wants to come to Green Bay after Aaron, I would take it. That, <laughs> that would be amazing. But now going back to New Orleans, I don't know if he's going to be ready for week one. They went 5-2 and two before he tore his ACL, so only seven weeks. He probably maybe could be back. Maybe the ACL is not quite a year-long injury anymore. Do you think this is more important that the Saints re-sign Jameis than the Vikings re-sign Kirk? I want to trade this with one that's higher up. Not the next one, but the, the one at the five spot. Okay, well, let's go to six. Yeah. Six is the Steelers giving Mitchell Trubisky a second chance. Now, I feel like that one's properly rated. It's a big deal, but when we talk about impact, I think this could very much negatively impact the Steelers this year. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not going to buy into this Mitch Trubisky hype. I'm not. I'm not going to. Okay. Cuz they're going to crash and burn cuz this is just a better more composed Mason Rudolph they just signed. Uh, man, you're doing you're doing Trubisky a big disservice by calling him Mason Rudolph. I maybe I he could hope to be Mason Rudolph one All day, right. maybe even. I I think that's properly ranked. I I agree. I think in terms of impact, that will have a big impact on the season and the yeah. Steelers. If Mike Tomlin goes 500 with Mitch Trubisky at his quarterback, put him in the Hall of Fame right now. Okay, put him in the Hall of Fame right now. There's, I don't see that happening. Uh, then we move on to five, where you want to trade five and seven. Jameis's move. You have the Colts trading for Matt Ryan, and this is. I feel like we uh, we definitely called this when this move happened. We were yep. talking about how old people go to play in yep. Indy, and we were like, Matt Ryan's going to go there. We 100%. We were all over this. We called this like months. Like preseason yeah. week three. I swear we were way ahead of the game on yeah. this. I'll have to find that and audiogram it up no, or won't. something. I won't, <laughs> but I'll tell you I will. And Matt Ryan going to the Colts. This could be the saddest story we see in the NFL this season. It worked with Phillip Rivers. It's not going to work with Matt Ryan. It's not. Know. Matt Ryan is not Phillip Rivers. I know. He's got an MVP. Sure. And that was one fluke year. Like, not that long ago. 2016. 2000... I mean, that's seven years now. That's going a long up time. on it. Six years. 
That's a long time. But when you think of when Matt Ryan won it, you're like even longer in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm telling you, he's going to suck. He's going to suck. I, I agree. I think this is going to be a pretty sad story this season. It's going to be sadder than Big Ben because they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, Colts don't make the playoffs. In... I don't know. I mean, depending on how you feel about Ryan Tannehill, I guess. The Bengals and Ravens. Well, they're in the north. The Colts are in the south. Oh, shit. You're right. Why so, I... God, that just makes no fucking sense. Makes you know no that? sense. Makes no sense. It's pretty much in the Midwest. So, uh, yeah, I think that Matt Ryan won. I, I, although it, I do think it's pretty properly ranked because of impact. So, here Colts me Colts are going to take a big step back. So, hear me out. Do that. If Jameis stays healthy... He could fuck shit up. Because that could. was... that. I mean, he was messing stuff up in the league. He beat the Packers. I think they beat the Bucks, didn't they? I think they did, yeah. So... I think Taysom Hill beat them, to be fair, now that I remember it. Not Jameis? Was that Jameis out at that point? Yeah, he only played seven weeks. Well, so, it was right. probably... Maybe could have fought him once, but... But I, I think if Jameis stays healthy... That Saints team is something to watch out for. We'll have to see. Next one, number four. Browns trading and paying Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, this was a big one. And this, I think from here on out, I'm pretty confident that this guy did the, like, Sheen did the right stuff. I would maybe trade two in this one. Okay. I would maybe trade two in this one because... If we're going off impact, again, like you're probably going to get the same thing. But, yes, this is a huge trade for Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Now, if we're going to say impact on the 2022 NFL campaign, Deshaun Watson playing again. Is that... Well, and that's why it's properly rated at four, because we don't know what's going on. Could it be one if we knew he was playing? If you revise it... Uh... I don't know. I don't think it can be one. I think it can be two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think it beats one. I think one is yeah. right. I think one's right. Uh, let's move on to number three. The other quarterback that moved, Russell Wilson, to the Broncos. This was the biggest trade of the offseason. This was, well, Matt Ryan to the Colts was pretty big, too. But uh, This is bigger. <laughs> this is bigger. I was kidding. I was kidding. Holy shit. Uh, and Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco. They are in the most stacked division in football. That's why it's properly rated at three. I hope. I, I really like that he left because now I can justify rooting for Russell Wilson a little bit because I wanted to, but I hated the Seahawks for what they were doing with the Packers. You just hate Pete Carroll. Yeah, I mean. God, I hate Pete Carroll. If Pete Carroll was on our pod, do you think he would be chewing gum? Yeah, but with his mouth open. Wide open the yeah. whole time. And... Now Russell Wilson has an opportunity to go to a different great situation with John Elway. <laughs> I don't know why. You started to say great, and for some reason you're like, when you said a different great, I thought you were going to say grade school. Don't look at me. Because he's short? I don't know. It's just what I predicted. It's what I do. Packers give Aaron Rodgers $200 million. That's the number two ranked off-season quarterback move. Yep. That was big, man. That was Huge. big. It's the biggest contract ever. Um, Huge. And it also may have led to Devontae Adams leaving. And now Jordan Love 
will never play football ever after being a first round pick. So that's crazy. <laughs> uh, good for him. Like he won. He won. He got drafted to this team. He's got an opportunity to win a champion. If we win a title, Jordan Love has the greatest NFL career of all time. Because he's getting a fat signing bonus, and he's not going to have to play ever. He's guaranteed millions of dollars being in that first-round spot, holding an iPad the whole time, a Surface Pro. Sorry to mess up your sponsor. How dare you? Uh, Yeah, go for it. I I would choose Jordan Love's career over anyone else's. See, and this is is properly rated at two. Well, because of what it meant for Green Bay's future, I guess. And, like, we know where they are going if if Rodgers isn't there, right? Same thing with the Browns. We know who is starting for Cleveland if Deshaun Watson isn't there, right? The one that they have at number one, no fucking clue. Yeah, this was an amazing. This was an amazing thing to rank number one. Tom Brady unretiring was uh, it was the story of the off season. I think because everyone thought he was gone. I even went out and tweeted, put him in the Hall of Fame this year. Like, there, there was no reason to wait five years for yeah. Tom Brady yeah. to get into the Hall of Fame because he needed to just go straight there. And then he was like, no, I'm cool. I yeah. spent about a month with my family and realized I like football better. So I hate my kids. I'm going to, yeah, I know. Giselle's he was, hotness can only get me so far. Like, I'll kiss my kids on the lips after the game, all right? Not all day because that's what he would just be doing all day otherwise if he wasn't look man playing football that's like some polish stuff we we do that i (sighs) yeah yeah we do that not not like that not for everyone to see us holding it i guess i guess but like first of all if your father was getting a massage with his shirt off and asked you for a kiss would you do it you expect let's, me to be in the same let's room? Let's just say right now, no shot. No you shot. expect me to be in the same I'm room? I'm going to say that no way. What? Like, he might have been naked under that towel. We don't know. Maybe he had underwear, just underwear. No shot. No shot. On the lips? No. But Tom Brady, yes, I do think that was the most impactful move because what was Tampa Bay going to be without Tom Brady? I'm uncomfortable. What do you think about the article? Uh, I'm going to give it a C minus. I don't... Uh, first of all, like you said, Carson Wentz not being on there, that's a big L. That's but, bigger than Marcus Mariota. Yeah. If yeah. you were going to... And also, like, it would have made it so nice, and even at 10, if you put Carson Wentz in there, instead of at 9. Not, yeah. not a big deal if there's only 9 moves, but... I mean, this is a tenth move that could be there. Yeah, that's that's honorable mention. Drew Locke, uh, <laughs> like Seattle got so much swaggier in one night. Oh my god! And if we weren't counting rookies on here, maybe too. You know, I mean, they're, they're clearly not. Uh, and like again, it it all depends how deep of a dive you want to get. Like, what about Kyler Murray drama? Like that's that's shit. Honestly. I think there's more of an impact there than the Kirk Cousins deal. To me, the Kirk Cousins contract is a non-factor. Nothing changes. Mariota is a bigger deal than that. Yeah, yeah, probably. I I said that I said that to start. I think that is bigger. 
I, I, I would sooner leave off the Kirk Cousins contract than to jump in on uh, like anything else. I think I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, like I said, I think I switched up a fair amount of things. Kirk Cousins uh, and that. Jameis and Matt Ryan. Um, yeah. I, I feel like C- minus for me. Matt Ryan's decision is definitely overrated on there. Super overrated. Number five, he thinks they're going to like do shit with that. How? How can you <laughs> think that? Like, What did you see from Matt Ryan last year? Other than the fact that we knew his team was dog shit, okay? Like, let's be fair, because Matt Ryan was a part of one of the worst teams in the NFL last year, and yikes, I don't know. I I don't think that anything he did leadership-wise, talent-wise, makes you excited to have Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz. Are you even happier that you have Matt Ryan instead of Carson Wentz right now? If you're a Colts fan, like, yes, yeah, maybe like there's a big asterisk to that, but also could very well say no. Who are they going to have to come in to throw Hail Marys? Because whenever they have a court, like old quarterback, they always have someone else to come in to just throw Hail Marys. <laughs> Who's their backup quarterback right now? Oh, uh, is it Jacob Eason? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, also, too, uh, doesn't really change the ranking all that much, but if you're going to have Mitchell Trubisky... You know, starting for the, the the what's it called the Steelers, wouldn't you put Big Ben retiring as like a factored piece in that as well? I think it was more of the transactions than the moves. Tom Brady is not a transaction. No, he unretired. Yeah, I guess that does make something a little bit different about it. Yeah, I feel like we're missing one other one. Was there not another one I was missing in there too? Uh, Panthers didn't do anything at quarterback. Again, those are all um, what's it called? Uh, draft stuff. Yeah, so probably nothing else, I guess. Um, yeah, no, like I said, C minus. Yeah, I mean, Kurt Benkart got re-signed by the Packers too. Ew. Like, if that's gonna be anywhere on this list, that's probably ahead of Kirk Cousins, to be fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was our article review. I'll give it like a C plus. I actually, I think that the moves are right. I think he's got all the right moves in there other than the not having Carson Wentz on there. What's the article from? Did I send you an old one? Maybe was it not? No, it's yet got, done. It's got, um, what's it called? Uh, but it has the Deshaun trade and that was pretty late, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's gotta be everything in there. Uh, oh, March 23rd. Oh, uh, maybe not then. Damn, did Deshaun get traded that quick into the offseason? I, I feel like it was later. Maybe Carson wasn't gone yet. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But if Carson Wentz's transaction was done, that's a miss. No, no chance. Because that would mean that they traded for Matt Ryan before they traded Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was traded on March 9th. So, yeah, big L. Yeah, I think you missed that one. He, All right. But I'll give it a C because I think all the all, all the right other moves are in there, and one through four are pretty ranked are ranked pretty well. Yeah. I think so. You get credit for me on that one. Boom. Are we going into hot takes? Hot takes. Okay, I'm gonna go and start it off here. Um, I think I would have rather the Bucks won the championship this year than the Packers won the Super Bowl. And 
I think I'm a bigger football fan than I am a basketball fan, but I was very hurt, so hurt this weekend and pained that I love the Bucks because of Milwaukee on top of it. So much fun for the city. And I really was hoping for another situation like last summer with this team. I, I think... I can say that this year, at least, I wanted the Bucks to win the championship more than I wanted the Packers to. Okay, that's my hot take. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll give you a reason why too. We are used to the Packers packering it mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. We're just used to it at this point. Yeah, they were gonna fuck it up at some point. Bucks, man, don't get me wrong. We got our fair share of heartache, but we got a taste. Yeah, we got that taste, mm-hmm. and you know it's different. So when, hungry for when it. When it's before the taste. You know what I mean? Rather than after. Warriors so. didn't win back-to-back until they lost one. Womp womp. So maybe maybe we're, we'll be back. All right. We got the core locked up. Hot take time. What's yours? Chris Paul and James Harden ain't winning shit anymore. Um, I like the Chris Paul one. I could see James Harden pulling a Dwight Howard. Like just riding some coattails somewhere. Nah, man. Nah, no. This is this is it. So they're gonna retire the two best players to not win a championship. Mm, yeah, I can get behind that. Well, is Carmelo Anthony above them? No, overrated. Uh, maybe not above Chris Paul, but James Harden maybe right now still. Yeah. I guess he didn't win an MVP. James Harden's got the MVP. Charles Barkley obviously gonna be in that conversation too. Allen Iverson. So, is there your hot take right there? James Harden and Chris Paul be better than Allen Iverson and Charles Barkley? No. Stop it. That's kind of what you said. Just saying. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Should we get into quick hits? Yeah, let's go. I got some good quick hits this week. I'm excited to uh, speak upon them. They all kind of work together. And there's a couple of different themes. Uh, The first theme is athletes that are multi-sport athletes. Okay. And I'm going to start it off with boxing here. And our our rushing king of Frank Gore, who for so long in the NFL just allowed for other men to hit him so hard over and over again that he fell in love with it and transitioned into boxing. 39 years old. And Frank Gore got a knockout in his first professional fight, which... I thought he fought Darren Williams. He did that, right? Yeah, that I wasn't a that pro was a fight. Thing. Yeah. No, no, that was like um, that was like a what's it called fight. That was on the one of the Paul cards. Yeah, like Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul. I think was. Did that not happen? I thought well, it did. I... He must have lost. Did Darren Williams beat Frank Gore? I watched that. fight. Oh, I actually, thought. I think it did. Damn, that's a tough look for Frank Gore. Um, but he messed up this other guy um, from Mississippi he was fighting in. And it was on his 39th birthday. Uh, beat up Yaya Solo. Sure. I think that's how you say that. Yeah, Ol- Darren Williams. Olorunsola. Darren Williams take down Frank Gore via split decision. Oh, so Frank Gore got robbed. That's what we're talking about. Tough. There's no way. 
Uh, it's great to see Gore redeem himself in the ring after his exhibition loss to former NBA All-Star Darren Williams, they write. Um, yeah, this knockout was nasty. I might post it on my page if you guys want to go see it. He had this guy slept. Bruh, look at this picture from the fight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do remember that. Frank Gore was scared as hell. Uh, it was a tough look, but he looks like a boxer out there. He's built like a boxer. And 16,000 rushing yards and one professional knockout. Good for Frank Gore. There you go. Moving on. Still in multi-sport athletes, my boy, Danny Woodhead. Like, qualifying for the U.S. Open? Mm. Did he? Or was he about to? He's about uh, he was to. about to. He didn't? Or I thought he was about to. Still. Um, 37 years old. Danny Woodhead, only two years younger than Frank Gore. Kind of wild. Um, retired from the league four years ago, transitioned into golf, and the Nebraska native is one step away from qualifying from the U.S. Open. Uh, shot an even round par, uh, another short king, five foot eight. They put that in the article. Feel like that's not necessary to put in the article. Don't know why they had to do that to him, but hey, Danny Woodhead, a guy that just always was making plays when he was on the field, and now. He's hitting shots. Good for Danny Woodhead on this one. Thought that was fun. Interesting. And my other one. This is my... This is the most hilarious shit I've ever heard in my life. Maybe. Um, It has to deal with coming in last place in your fantasy football league. Okay. Alright. And what these guys did to their friend, I think is so funny. So funny, because this also relates. Uh, <laughs> John Eckhart. Did you hear this name over the weekend? Over the week? That name sounds very familiar. 26-year-old snuck into a U.S. Open qualifier to fulfill his fantasy football league's punishment. So, the U.S. Open, anyone can qualify this, but you have to be, I think, professional status or something like that. Yeah. You can't. So, he... He made up a name, and they just let him on because anyone can play in the U.S. Open. It's not that serious. They didn't really think of it too bad. And uh, he had to compete in this U.S. Open qualifier because he came in last place in his fantasy football league and be surrounded by all these insanely talented professional golfers all throughout, right? And uh, he faced this punishment at this qualifier... And he started at the bottom of the leaderboard. Of course. And he never got out of it. Because he shot 40 strokes (laughs) over par. (laughs) How did he make it the whole fucking time? And uh, he shot 112. (laughs) Including... uh... (laughs) Hold, Hold on. What was second to last? Um... When looking at it, uh, shit. that's what we need to know. It's how bad he came in last place. It doesn't say on here, man. Oh, my I'm God. Looking, I'm about to pull up his scorecard right here. Uh, and it is, it is a thing of beauty, to be honest. So he was pretty pumped because he shot four pars. And he was like, hey, those four pars were nice. He had a 10. Uh, well, he opened up with a 7 on hole number 1. 
Actually, I think he started on the back nine. So what's, he was his last name Eckert. E E C K E R T. So he started off on the back nine rather, and the first hole he had to play was a par five, five hundred yards, and he took an eight on that one, which was a triple bogey. We also had a double bogey on the eleventh, a par on the twelfth, followed up by an eight, a seven, a six. A four and then an eight and an eight. Shot a fifty-eight on the back nine. <laughs> Par was thirty-six. Um I, I, I just thought this was the funniest shit ever. Good because for him. that was and you know what? He's been a pretty good sport about it. He's he's talking about, hey, those four holes look pretty nice. And uh <laughs> This allowed him, because he snuck into the qualifying himself, registering himself as a pro player, it allowed him to bypass the USGA's requirement that amateurs have a handicap of 1.4 or lower. So, because he said he was a pro player, he didn't need a handicap, and continued to just play the worst (laughs) round of golf in pro history. But I much, thought uh, that was did, so great. Do you think he got any air time? Like air, TV air. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I, I guess we should follow up into this story more. Eckert uh, Golf. Let's see. Now, the real question is, does this technically make him a pro? No. So can he still play? I don't think he... Uh, was able to play again after. <laughs> They're not going to let that happen. Looking at it, I don't see any other leaderboard. I wish I saw that second to last place. But yeah, anyway, 40 strokes over par. I thought that was so funny. And I hope his boys were on the side just watching the entire thing. That's a one of the best fantasy football punishments I've heard. That's a solid one. That's so good. To make him play a whole round of golf around all these pros and just look terrible, that's hilarious. Um, oh, it looks like the next lowest score was 81. <laughs> that's bad. Even par was 72. So 11 Ooh. over, he lost by 29 strokes <laughs> to the nearest guy. Oh, that that blows. All Shout right. out to the guy who came in second to last. I thought he was going to come in last that day. All right. Uh, I is it, is it my go or you still got one more? That was all mine. Those are all my quick okay, hits. Okay. Uh, I got uh, f- I got four. One's really fast. First of all, FIFA split up with EA uh, over the week, past week. Over a reported breakup of $1 billion differences. Um, look, if you want to play a soccer game, you're playing EA FIFA, right? For sure. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do now. Um, and what that's like going forward. But FIFA's crazy game, man. It, you dude, ever see those reactions of like FIFA people? Uh, I believe they make... Each year, $150 million. Wow. They make that. That's not like a... That's like in that's profits. The, yeah, that's their net. Yes. Uh, so, that's crazy. Um, we'll have to wait and see if uh, what goes on from there. Next up, 
Shohei Otani went was going for his 100th home run uh, the other night, and Michelle Tafoya was watching this game apparently, and she had a bad take, bad take. Went to Twitter and said at Angels Broadcast. Enough with the Otani baseball chatter already. Um, you do realize this is the sport right here. Um, tough. Like, because she didn't want him to talk about Otani yes. or about baseball. They didn't want to talk about Shohei Otani anymore. I mean, he's he's still the best player in the world, right? He has to be. I, all right, he's at least the most intriguing player in the world. Yeah. At the very least. Most marketable. Yeah. So, Michelle Tafoya, you old. Stop it. <laughs> uh, next. Do you know the name Josh Lambeau? Yes. Kicker. Yes. Do you know what happened to that kicker last year? He just stopped playing for Jacksonville. I don't remember the story completely. Oh, you don't? No. That is the kicker... That Urban Meyer was kicking. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, guess what? Josh Lambeau is taking it back, baby. He's suing the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise for creating a hostile work environment during the 2021 season. Uh, he is asking for his 2021 salary, about $3.5 million, as well as damages for emotional distress. Yeah, you know what? Urban Meyer... Kind of fucked that whole franchise. So yeah, that 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 um, doesn't surprise me one bit. And you know, realistically, he might have something here. Not just the kicking thing himself, but like the idea of seeing Urban Meyer just more or less beat the shit out of his players week to week, day to day, because that's what he did. Grabbing face masks, slapping them on the head. I mean, it was well documented that Urban Meyer is a fucking asshole. Hmm. <laughs> Do you enjoy that one? I mean, whoa, breaking news. No, I mean, we knew that. Yeah, like, so Urban Meyer, you could tell Urban Meyer, pretty much after the bar incident, it was, it was all downhill. There was nothing good that was going to come. From yeah. the hire process. Yeah. And realistically, if you wanted to give, like, first bad mistake, Tim Tebow signing at tight end. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you want to you chill on that? I forgot about that. <sighs> I wanted a Tebow Jags jersey so bad. All right. Last but not least, I brought up FIFA before. Um, do you happen to know... The Brazilian soccer player Marcelo or Marcelo. Uh, does he play for Man United? No, no. Uh, he plays for Lyon. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I don't know him. Though. Yeah. So last uh, last season, back in August, uh, the French top tier club uh, was told uh, was notified. That Marcelo had been kicked out of the locker room. And we never really got a reason why that was. Um, but he's a he's a pretty good player. So the fact that he's getting kicked out of the locker room, you know, that's a that's a story, right? Well, uh, reports have come through that the reason why Marcelo had been kicked out of the locker room 
was because of excessive farts and laughter. Uh, that's right. Marcelo uh, was apparently uh, farting and cackling about cracking a rat. Is that code for something? Uh, I, I believe that is flatulence. Oh. And it became too much for his teammates to handle. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so if you thought that soccer players flopped a lot on the field, uh, apparently they're just as big of wussies in the locker room as well because they can't handle some farts. Yeah, dude. What, what, what sports team doesn't promote farts? Dude, I, I don't know. I, I This should be like, um, th- this should be like celebrated. They need to have like new gear, new kits made, like City Connect jerseys of Marcelo's farts. Ass blasting. Yeah. Just, yeah, just all of it. Awesome. We still don't have Brewers City Connect. That's scaring me as we go longer in. But Marcelo, apparently your farts are scarier than my thoughts. Yeah? Sound about right? I guess. Do you, do you think Whoopi Cushions are banned in the locker room, too? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is, but not Whoopi Cushions. Ah. She's not allowed to go into any Leon games. You heard what happened to her there, right? Yeah. She, she farted. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, it's unhealthy to hold in your farts. So, everyone. It's a natural bodily function. Yeah. Okay? Fart, mm-hmm. people. It's okay to fart. That was pretty good. I dig it. Yeah, I was wrapping it up. Uh, yeah, well, cut it. Why not? You got places to be. I got places to be. And I'd rather it be closer to an hour and a half than two hours anyway. So, I'm down with it. Got anything else you want to get off your chest real quick? No, no, I'm good. All right, well, um, this is probably been the saddest episode of Down the Wire we've had so far. Tried to give you some good stuff in there. It looked pretty good. Uh, we will be back next week, obviously, for episode 68. Uh, hope you guys had a good time. If you did, make sure you guys download us. You can download us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I'm forgetting something. iHeart. Um, there's probably one other one somewhere along the way. I don't know. But if you want, you can also check us out. Make sure you check us out. In fact, there's a lot of great shows over there on thechairshot.com. Peace. I could just add farting sound effects. You don't have to play it from the fall. Ah! So. Oh, wow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.